0: Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Josh and Lance, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Josh and Lance.
1: Bruz, what is up welcome to the working interferences podcast i am joshua austin
2: and i'm lance timmerman
1: lance what's going on
2: i'm actually pulling my inner joshua austin and watching the olympics nice
1: <laughs> so yeah. what's uh what's what's tonight the uh slope style, the slope style for the skiers
2: yeah oh my god those guys are amazing it's
1: crazy i
2: yeah and they're just hitting it they're good out of nowhere, they, they stick these landings that I think they're about to bite it and they just land backwards.
1: I saw today that I guess at the last Olympics, uh, the guy who won silver, I can't remember his name, right after the Olympics came out as uh, as a gay man uh-huh. and uh, as, as, you know, sort of one of the big stories. And, and so it's 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 good to see, you know, somebody kind of live the life that they want to lead yeah. and still achieve all the successes that they you know could achieve otherwise like i think that's that's a really great story
2: yeah i guess that would explain all the rainbow flags i saw as they were as he was finishing so i would i would
1: guess so yeah <laughs> otherwise it would be weird
2: yeah <laughs> they like unicorns yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i was watching
1: speaking of watching tv mm-hmm. i was watching something last week and i don't know if you know this about me but one of my favorite hobbies is to complain about commercials
2: Oh, I would have assumed macrame.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Right. Macrame is number three. Three. Okay. Okay. I figured it was there. Number one is something that we shouldn't really talk about on the podcast. (laughs) Uh, Number two would be complaining about commercials. And then number three is macrame. Okay. Okay. Um, But I I saw a commercial last week that just blew my mind. And I don't even know if this should be like a normal segment that we do. I almost think that like this should be sort of like a podcast within a podcast. Okay. Like Josh... Josh complains about commercials. Okay. And I almost think like we should have like a little theme music to it and and it was like for some reason <laughs> the only thing that pops into my mind was uh I saw earlier today that it was like the 20th anniversary of the Wedding Singer coming out and so like the Love Stinks <laughs> song has been in my mind. Okay. So I was thinking something like ads suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ads suck. And, and so I saw this commercial and I sent it to you earlier today.
2: Oh we're, god. We're,
1: <laughs> yeah, so what we'll do is because you have to you have to at least you don't need to see the vi- There's no there's nothing really in the visual that that is all that important You need to hear the audio and so we're gonna I, I will download that that video into an mp3 And I will send it to you for you to put in the podcast okay. so, so right now we're gonna cut to the commercial so you can hear it And then lance and I will, we have to discuss this. Okay. All right. So here we go. Here's the commercial
0: If you're curved Below the belt, you may not know what caused it, and you may not know what to do. A significant
1: curve may be a medical condition called Peyronie's disease, and there are thousands of other men out there who may also have it. Many may go undiagnosed. Talk to a urologist about Peyronie's disease, and to learn more,
0: visit learnaboutpd.com.
1: Okay, Lance. <laughs> Shit, you're a medical professional, right?
2: Well, I like play one on TV.
1: The <laughs> well, last we checked, we're both medical professionals, ish. When I sent you this, you had no idea that this existed, right?
2: I was clueless. Okay. And then, very, Do very we, uncomfortable.
1: <laughs> I like. I totally get. Like, hey, diabetes type two is really bad. Like, you should go to the doctor and check and see if you have it. Like. You wouldn't necessarily know from outward appearances, other than just like being overweight or whatever. But like, right? You couldn't tell if your dick turned ninety degrees to the right. I have a feeling you would know about it, and you might have like looked it up or asked somebody.
2: Right, right. But I mean, do we really need commercials for every ailment? I mean, we don't have okay. commercials for anal fissures, or, or do, or do we? we? I don't know. Like, <laughs> I, I,
1: I think. I think it we've just sort of broken the sort of theoretical hymen of things that shouldn't be talked about like <laughs> really? during daylight hours like on national television no, I like ask, it's gone like how that, did that you is find now gone thing? and and now you're seeing commercials about Dick's turning right uh, or left I guess maybe it depends on like your political affiliation which way it goes I guess well, um, where did you uh, find I, this I did it was just on TV I don't need, I think it was on National Geographic Oh really okay and so I, I did some in-depth research um, of myself. I, I had to look deep within, Lance. And, and I think you've probably done the same thing since you saw this commercial.
2: Uh, well, I I do think I scared the neighbors as if they were looking <laughs> through the window as I was suddenly freaked out by watching this ad and then curious about my own yeah. health.
1: <laughs> I think I think mine sort of goes along with my political leanings. It starts a little <laughs> bit to the right and then sort of in the bottom third kind of tilts back to the left
2: a little bit so uh what's my political leaning then if i have a sigmoid (laughs) (laughs) i feel sorry for holly (laughs) that's
1: all i can say
2: (laughs) is it sorry or just chapeau
1: maybe i don't know um so i you know i did I, i said earlier that really only the audio matters and there were a couple moments in the video of this commercial that I think were, were, were important. And so if you get a chance to go watch this okay. commercial, I really think you should. It does this like you, you'll you see this in commercials for like herpes, where there, it's always like people who are in a really trusting relationship that are sort of there for each other, you know? And so the, it, one of the scenes of the commercial, and it's sure it's a 30 second commercial. If you just Google Peroni syndrome commercial, you'll find it. See, I thought Peroni
2: was like an Italian beer. Well, that's
1: what I thought, too. Okay. You know, it's like, it just sounds like something an Italian guy would have, like from trying to (laughs) use a salami in sexual (laughs) ways or something, you know?
2: I mean, who hasn't, honestly? You don't have to be Italian.
1: But but there's the scene of like the 37-year-old (laughs) good-looking guy with a little bit of gray hair in his temple, and he's on the computer. And coming from behind him is the 28-looking, 28-year-old, good looking professional she's actually wearing a Rolex in the commercial, um, and she like puts her arms around the guy just a nice reassuring hug, you know, just to let him know, hey, I love you even though your dick goes like way the wrong way and you're deformed, you're, but I still love you and, and i think it's it's what this is supposed to symbolize is that he is doing research on it which means he's looking at pictures on google image search of curved dicks (laughs) and she walks up behind him just to let him know it's okay just to let him know and maybe it's sort of like a lock and key kind of thing maybe no man has ever been able to reach her g spot and his freakishly curved johnson does just the trick and so she knows yeah that he's the one for her sure So this commercial is is uh, it's it, it's a commercial to go to a website. Oh, and first off, I mean you guys heard the audio. The very first thing in the commercial that blows my mind is the first word you hear: "Are you curved below the belt?" <laughs> like, oh my my god! So. <laughs> This I mean, commercial is, or? Yeah, yeah. Do you mean right this second or just in general? Um, so this commercial is asking you to go to learnaboutpd.com, and if you go there, that website is put on by a pharmaceutical company called Indo Pharmaceuticals, um, just like Indodonics. And apparently, Peroni's disease is caused by a plaque underneath the skin that results in a be a bent. Or curved penis when erect. The Peyronie's disease plaque may result from injury to the penis, sounds horrific, and/or genetic factors.
2: What kind of injury? Well, I mean, now I'm curious. Maybe it's
1: that that slope style. You know, you're flipping around (laughs) and you catch a ski right in the crotch, and that's now you have Peroni's disease. Because
2: that's my fear. And every time I'm watching these these guys go go loft in the air, going, don't get Peroni's, don't get Peroni's. Three to (laughs) nine percent
1: of adult males worldwide. Wow, three to nine. Holy cow, that's a lot. It's more often in men between forty and seventy, but it can occur at any adult age. Huh. Um, so apparently this Indo company has this, get, get ready for this Lance. All right. Um, your balls are about to shrink. They, uh, they've already gotten it, shrunk
2: a lot already.
1: <laughs> they have an injectable medication that you inject into the plaque directly.
2: Oh, hell no. Oh my. Uh, uh, wow. <laughs> yeah,
1: Jeez. this, this is going to have to be causing me some severe social and life impairment for me to stick a needle in there. Uh. Can you imagine?
2: No. <laughs> oh,
1: my Jesus. God. So that um, is, geez. I, I, I searched to see if this comes in a pill form at all, and it does not. And, and not only does it's not even like it comes in a vial. Maybe it
2: comes which in a means ball. You have to. You have like a salve? You,
1: right. Yeah. Like nothing <laughs> you could rub on. That would be too much fun for everybody. <laughs> um, it, it comes in a vial, which means you have to draw up the injection. Can you imagine drawing that up, knowing where you're about to inject it?
2: Uh, I, I mean, how often do you have to shove, shove that in your Johnson?
1: I don't know. I don't even want to know. I've... They have a video on their website that says, hear a real patient's experience. And I don't want to do no, that. No, it... The same way that I don't want to see human centipede. Like, I, there's just things that I don't need to know about. Right. And that's one of them. That... You can also locate a urologist near you if you're interested.
2: No thanks. I'm good. So
1: that's that's a, that's a Josh Complaints about commercials, a podcast within a podcast, uh, <laughs> where we've just made all the men listening to this shriek and horror oh, they, at the idea of injecting something into their own penis. They've
2: already turned it off. They've they've moved on to dental hacks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh God, I just can't even
2: imagine. I think it's more nifty thrifty material. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I mean, that's exactly. Vin knows all about this.
1: <laughs> I'm sure he does. I'm sure it is within his uh, search parameters on a certain website that we won't say the name of. <laughs> well, Lance, back to the uh, back to the normal show. Uh, this is an advice show. Yeah. Uh, we answer your questions. <laughs> we answer questions we find on all those neat little dental Facebook groups. We answer questions from Reddit. We answer questions from our listeners. We strive to help dentists and their dental team members with our own unique brand of advice. So please... We need your questions. They are the sustenance we crave. You can submit your questions to workinginterferences at gmail.com. Now, Lance, we don't want just any question, do we? No. We don't want a bunch of boring questions like uh, what's the best uh, profy paste? Uh, Because we all know, I think I've done that one before, haven't I? New I'm running out of things. (laughs) I'm running out of things. I I think I've gotten them all. Glide floss, yeah. Or no, do you remember Do you Poe yeah. or like P-O-H, uh-huh. like that stuff? Oh, yeah. Uh, there we go. Now we got it. Uh, <laughs> we, we all know that Poe is the best floss. <laughs> I don't even know if that's how you pronounce it. Probably not. Uh, we want the tough questions. We want the questions that Gordon Christensen cannot answer. So with that, question one, Alex asks, We have a Western dental about a mile from our office, and they have a free exam and x-ray special. I am tempted to pose as a patient and see what the experience is like. Any suggestions? Well, I'm assuming, I mean, I'm obviously assuming that Western dental is like a, a DSO, you know, a, a corporate type dental practice. Yeah, and so they're
2: mostly down in California. If, if you ever visit, okay. you'll see Western dentals all over the place. They're kind of the low okay. end. Yeah,
1: sure. Um, so, all right. It, I, I you guys have corporate dental practices in Seattle, I would guess, uh-huh, yeah? Right, yeah. Any Any near your office?
2: Uh, Yeah, there's a sunrise and a bright now.
1: Okay. Have you ever considered posing as a patient to go in and, and see what it's all about?
2: Not really, because honestly, they deal with a clientele that I really don't want to see anyway.
1: Let's say you were, okay, and let's say I was to do the same thing. I I don't mean this to sound like egotistical or anything, because I don't mean it that way, but I have a feeling like there's a decent chance I would get recognized right not not by the staff or anything, but by the dentist, just because of like stuff I've done with the district dental society sure. and stuff like like i've been I was president last year of the dental society. N- not that that means anything, but I just feel like my picture's been in like the stupid like newsletter enough
2: right, right, to
1: where I feel like I'd have to wear a disguise. what about you yeah well i, I mean, you
2: I have a kind you of, lecture and and i I have a for a while, I had a really big internet presence, and so I, I we get people shopping me all the time, usually by phone, but occasionally we get someone that actually come in and and they basically do this.
1: Someone that's another dentist? Uh,
2: I think it's their staff. Okay. And uh, and, and usually- do you figure it out? Can you can you sniff it out? <clears throat> usually, usually we can sniff it out. We're usually pretty good sniffing it out on the phone, but if they actually get in, then they we and, we start figuring. And it out. how do you sniff it out? Uh, they the questions they ask are too specific. Okay. Uh, they they just so it's like they know too much, right? Yeah. Um. And then we had one recently. I got a I got a negative review from someone who was just way too emotionally upset with the way the conversation. We came for a free veneer consult, and then just wrote a scathing review that uh, I'm like, this has got to be someone who shopped me because there's no re- all we did was have a chit chat and it was only 20 minutes long, and and the amount of vitriol in the review was just uh, crazy. So. so-
1: like using sleuthing of the internet, were you able to figure out like what office they work at? No, no, it was. We got to get into that. That should be my my, uh, my fiance Andrea. Her brother Glenn is an a, an attorney, and his favorite thing is to like dig into stuff like that. Oh, so right. maybe we get maybe we get Glenn on like one of his databases. They attorneys like subscribe to these databases where they can get an ungodly amount of information, like unlimited searches. Oh wow. So don't screw with an attorney because they will dig up literally everything they need on you just by knowing your name. Oh, that's crazy. That is really scary. crazy. Yeah. So let's say, let's say you were going to pose and go to, into a, into a dental office. And if I were going to do the same thing, I think we'd stand a chance of getting recognized. So I think yeah. that immediately means that we are going to have to go in a costume. We're going to have to go in some sort of disguise. Like Bo Peep? Something. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, some kind of disguise. So I only really have like one costume because I dressed up as the same thing for Halloween every year.
2: Captain Jack Sparrow? No,
1: even better. (laughs) Marty McFly from Back to the Future.
2: Nice. Okay. So I'd have to
1: dress up as Marty for rent another costume, of course. Like you could I, I think one thing that might be good is like the sort of overcoat and like the hat, you know, and like those you remember those like those, like, glasses that would have, like, eyebrows and a mustache attached to them. Oh, yeah, yeah. And, like, a fake nose. Like, I think you'd have to do something like that.
2: Wait, so, like, Hannibal Lecter would probably be out because that that mask thing covering your mouth probably... Yeah, it's going to be hard to do an exam. Yeah, really. yeah, okay. And
1: especially, like, a facially generated treatment plan you really wouldn't be able to
2: do. Yeah, that, that kind of screws. Okay. Uh...
1: Um. So, some kind of costume that doesn't obscure sort of the face. Because I want to know, like, have they watched any of the Spear videos? Like, do they know about... FGTP, do they there know about facially generated treatment plan? Because that to me would be a big sort of like sign as if they're good or not. Well, I, and and so I don't they think couldn't you're, see,
2: you're not going to get that at a Western dental. These, this is a volume game. Yeah,
1: it's probably true. Yeah, they just. So would you use a pseudonym as well? I mean, that makes sense, right?
2: Well, I would assume that they're as volume as they are, they're probably at least going to photocopy your driver's license, right? Yeah, it's probably true. So would you,
1: yeah, so here's what I would do I would, if I could get away just like no I'm paying cash like you know uh no you know I'm in the witness protection program or whatever no reason to, mm-hmm. to use my, my my get my ID and I would use a name of like a really good dentist to see if they knew the name because that would then clue me in a little bit like so I'd make the appointment under the name of like John Coyce right just to see, like, if they said something about it, then I'm like, okay, all right, well, at least you know who John Coyce is.
2: Would you go John Coyce or would you say Jonathan?
1: Oh, that's a good idea. The little curveball. Ah. Uh-huh. Speaking of curves, what about, you know, uh, below the belt uh, and with the name?
2: Gerald Victor Black. What do you think about <laughs> there
1: that? Oh, sure. Just to see if they catch it. Just to see. Yeah. You got to play mind games with these people.
2: I think you could do that. Yeah.
1: Would you leave, like, like maybe not, like, like maybe take, like, a popcorn hole or something like that, and, like, with, cotton pliers and put it <laughs> back behind your second molar or, to or see if they got it. Or some of those
2: maggots, you know, behind your ear and out of your, t- to your gums. S- right. S- from last week. Right, <laughs> right, right,
1: right. From the magic trick. To see if they find it. Yeah. Just a, like a little like treasure map, you know? Yeah, little test. Like uh, the Da Vinci maggot. Code. Did you ever read the Da Vinci Code? I did. Like uh, s- 11 and a half years ago, so it's probably not fresh on your mind. Not so much. You're going to no. Robert Langdon, this guy, there. you're going to see like what, yeah. what, what, what he can uncover. Like you're going to leave him little codes and mysteries inside your mouth to solve. That's right. What would you do if you went to a Western Dental and they like, uh, the? I mean, number one is they could just tell you everything's great and you leave. What if they tried to tell you you needed like $25,000 worth of treatment? How far down the road would you get with it? Like how much time would you waste?
2: Yeah, not too much. I'm pretty impatient. Yeah. At some
1: point, like, I don't think I could listen to a sales pitch of like a full mouth rehab for an hour. No. Without asking some kind of question that would clue in, and blow my identity, right? Yeah. Like, immediately.
2: I mean, I have a hard time doing those those timeshare presentations. So you get your free weekend up at Whistler. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm going to do the same damn thing here at some Western dental. For nothing. For nothing. For no, there's
1: there's no Whistler weekend
2: involved in that. Yeah. So since there's no payoff, I'm not sure how long I, I could put up you, with...
1: You would get a free toothbrush, though.
2: Oh, that's true. <laughs> but I guess... Oh, then I'm in. <laughs>
1: I do love this cloak and dagger shit, though. Like this, like just the idea of it. There's, like, there's something thrilling about it to me to think about like setting that up and doing it.
2: Well, now I'm kind of... I think on Monday, I'm calling. I'm going to make an appointment.
1: You're going to try it and see? Yeah. Use your brother's name. Okay. Say that you're, you're, you're Clint Timmerman, because yeah. no one's going to know who that is. <laughs> yeah. And then if they ask, okay, hey, are you related to Lance Timmerman? You just say no. Who? Yeah. No. <laughs> oh, like, oh, that that piece of shit, he sent me to collections. <laughs> yeah. That's why Sounds I'm here. Sounds just like
2: him. <laughs>
1: yeah, it's like, oh yeah, we've heard the story. Actually, no, we haven't heard the story. We've been dying to hear about it, but he won't tell it. <laughs> I love this idea. That I really, I'm in love with this idea. I really want to try this. Okay,
2: I think you should. I,
1: but I really don't want to shave my beard. Do you have any idea how long
2: it takes me to grow a beard? <laughs> I have a feeling uh, a good month. Yeah,
1: it's, yeah it's, that's about right. It is about right. It's been a while since I've had to like start from scratch. Has, it's Andrea, been probably, has she seen you with that one? Yes. Okay. Well, like one time has she seen me without it. She did not like it.
2: Yeah. I When my kids were, were born, I, I had a goatee for a while. It was the late 90s. It was the thing. And uh, finally... Uh, I shaved it all off, and that was the first time the kids had ever seen me without facial hair. And it's been off ever yeah. since. So it was, it was, okay. it was a weird experience. So I was.
1: You've, you've got some sort of uh, smarmy uh, uh, stubble going on. It seems like most of the time. Oh
2: yeah, you know it doesn't take me much before I, just a good sneeze, and suddenly I got a five o'clock shadow.
1: Yeah. Does does Holly like that, or does she? just think it's rough? Like, what does she? No, nah, she she kind of digs it. Oh, she likes the, the 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 George Michael look. Oh yeah. So you could you could grow a beard pretty quickly, and then
2: yeah, give me a weekend, and I've, I've yeah
1: f- for the appointment you could grow a beard out. Uh huh. Yeah, that helps you, and then you maybe you just like put in contacts or something. Like you don't have glasses, or you do put on glass either one. Yeah. Because I've seen you know both glasses and not glasses. So yeah, which would you go?
2: I would probably buy some of those colored contact lenses just to really... Oh,
1: that's an excellent idea. Like ones that give you like alien reptile eyes or something. Something like that. That'd be really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. just something really freaky.
2: And have them just go, something's wrong with this. Something's
1: up here. I don't even know. (laughs) We need to send you right away to the ophthalmologist you can't... You have (laughs) retinoblastoma.
2: So This is also probably gross to everyone. When I was in high school, I, I worked at a grocery store. And this guy that was a checker, he was only a couple years older than me, and he was the colored contact lenses had just come out so So they were bad well yeah and i so I yeah they probably didn't look very good and i borrowed them and so i put them on and then went home and uh, took one out so just it was like one of those dogs that got a genetic mutation where one eye is a different color and and it was so funny i wanted to see if my folks could even notice and they just looked at me they're like are you okay yeah yeah why I don't know. Lance,
1: do we need to talk about drugs?
2: <laughs> yeah, they started, you know, thinking they needed intervention or something. And finally, they, what's wrong with your eyes? But it took them a good twenty minutes before they could figure really? out it was the eyes. So
1: that's crazy. I'm surprised they didn't like assume you were uh, uh, possessed by some sort of demonic... <laughs> spirit or something probably the next thing they were going <laughs> to That was, this was the next step Lance there are some things that you do not borrow from other people I found that out Un- so underwear proud. would be one and contact lenses would probably be like on the top five
2: I'm pretty sure I I I, do- I, I can't believe I didn't get conjunctivitis dodged a bullet yeah
1: you could have gotten AIDS from that, that I think I don't know pretty sure. can you I don't remember
2: it's something like that <laughs> it was the so 80s, good so
1: yeah it was everyone's was scared of that for sure <laughs> Um, so, so Alex, you're going to need, was it Alex? I think it was, it Alex. was Alex. Yeah. Alex, Alex, you're going to need a costume and a pseudonym. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we recommend some sort of pseudonym related to dentistry, but like, you know, like you can't go with Gordon Christensen. Like everybody would know that. Right. Right. But like, like Dennis Tarnow or something, you know, something like that, you know, or, or, uh, Garjulo or something, you know, like somebody whose name's on a landmark article that everybody should have, should have read. Like Hithersay. Hithersay had a landmark article on uh, external canal invasive resorption, um, and so maybe use that name Hithersay. There you go. Um, or spear or uh, or or coice and and see kind of what uh, see if they say anything. And if they don't, then you know it's like they're a joker. Yeah, like you, mm-hmm. you got them already there. And then uh, yeah, man, I, I do I do love that cloak and dagger stuff. Sounds good. All right. So, question two. This should be fun. Molly asks, "I am looking for a template of a letter to send a patients who no show, letting them that they will be charged a fee next time it happens. Any ideas for things that could go into that letter?" So, Lance, how would you open a letter to a patient that is becoming a problem for no shows?
2: Well, I guess if you're sending a letter, let's just cut to the chase. Line one: Fuck off. I mean, you're basically telling this person to never come back. Yeah, so,
1: I, I would agree. Like, like, hey, piece of shit would be <laughs> probably amongst my opening lines.
2: Because I mean, if if you really if this is a serious issue, there's a serious way to do it. So, if you're letting, writing a letter, then you're not seriously trying to keep this person as a patient because they're gone as soon as they get this letter, they're gone.
1: Yeah, I, so the letter to me seems honestly. Maybe it's a good idea. Maybe it's a bad idea. It's a good idea if you just want to weed people out because that's I think what you're gonna do. Right. I don't think they're ever gonna come back at that point.
2: Right. So start off with the off because you're just <laughs> cut to the chase. If you if you seriously are have a, a, a an issue with this, it's it's at the, the next time you see them, it's you talk to them face to face with an honest, open discussion of hey, you know, talk about the timing. But it really you need to start from the very beginning when you first meet them. Our new patient paperwork talks about punctuality. And keeping appointments and you know threats of legal not, not legal but uh, financial penalties that uh we don't usually enforce, but we we talk about it so if you're if you're the point of sending a letter, you should have already had a conversation with them.
1: would you open it with like dear <laughs> like dear <laughs> stupid piece of shit that I hate
2: yeah, probably just to soften the this harsh yeah <laughs> right
1: <laughs> we don't want to be too rude I mean come on um. Dear stupid piece of shit who we hate, <laughs> everyone in the office hates you. You wasted all of our time. We think you're slime. That's, now that's rhymes. We can't get into poetry. So we don't really like cut that. Cut that let's, yeah, it's let's back that, line, yeah. Yeah, back that last line out. Um, you wasted everybody's time. We don't take kindly to that. If you do it again, we're going to break your legs, okay? That's <laughs> what so we're going to do. I know a guy. He might be Italian. I can't really say, uh, but it's one phone call and he'll be at your house. We know where you live. We know where you live and we will find you. And we have your we social will find you. Got your social. That's right. We have your social, <laughs> social. We will sell that shit on the dark net. I know where to go. I think it's called Tor. I will go to Tor or something like an onion browser or something. I don't it's, it's something like that. I don't know. Okay. But I will sell that shit in the dark net on the dark net tomorrow if you don't get your ass here for your appointment on time. And don't call in or no show for your appointments.
2: Otherwise, I know that he'll, he's going to take you to a red room. Have you heard of that yet? Oh,
1: I don't know about a red room. What's a red room? Okay,
2: so my, my daughter maybe watched. Did you know that they, on the online, they got guys that'll play video games, and they'll record themselves playing it, and you watch them play the game?
1: Yeah, I think that's called Twitch. Is that called Twitch? Okay, sure. I think that's what it's called. I, I might be wrong, but I, I'm, I I have never watched it, but I, I've heard of that phenomenon. Okay. And I believe that it is called Twitch.
2: Okay, so I watched a guy named Markiplier play a game called The Game. And the whole thing was you're supposed to dive into the dark web and find a link to to watch this webcam of a red room where the guy tortures and kills someone and you you witness this red room. And so uh, I think that would be a good threat. Show up to your appointments or we're going to let this guy find you and take you to the red room and you'll be the one tortured and killed.
1: So you know how like some people are really adverse to violence? Like, with, like they can't watch whatever TV show because yeah. it's too violent or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. If 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 one of those people were a dentist and they were watching like whatever movie or whatever TV show or whatever where there's too much violence or where somebody's getting like brutally beaten or whatever, and they just like oh turn it off, turn it off, mm-hmm. or like close their eyes or whatever. Right. If you then told that person who just told you to turn it off and close their eyes that that was a patient who had no showed a dentist three times they would open their eyes and they would just be like beat the shit out of that piece of shit immediately like like you're vi- like the most pacifist dentist in the world if you tell that person that like oh this person is no-showed 3 times or whatever they just immediately turn red and just want to beat the shit out of somebody i think you're right so yeah i mean i think i think there's going to need to be a lot of threats in this letter mm-hmm. Because you're not going to see them again anyway, so you might as well have fun. Mm -hmm. Um, Besides selling their information on the dark net and then finding where they, you know, because you know where they live, then finding them, would there be any other kind of threats that you would put in there? Would you threaten their children? Maybe not like. Like, I'm not going to, like, I'm, we're certainly not going to kill your kids, but, like, I'll abduct in a van and hold them hostage for a little bit. Like, we'll release your kids eventually, but there's going to be a few hours there where you're, like, really wondering, you know, if you're ever going to see them again. Nothing's ever going to happen, but, you know. Yeah. And and we'll take the kid, we'll take the kid to, like, the, the art museum or, or like, the uh, the SeaWorld or whatever, you know, take them to the mall. Yeah. The American Cookie Factory, where they're going to have a good time. Right. They'll never even, You're going to be scared. They
2: won't know that they were abducted.
1: But you will, yeah. yeah. No, it'll just
2: be Uncle Lance. Yeah,
1: that they've never met before, and smells like Romanian hooch
2: <laughs> and patchouli
1: and aftershave because <laughs> you just shave every fifteen minutes. <laughs> so we're not gonna, th- we're gonna, we're gonna make you think we might do something to your kids. I think is part of it because yeah. your kids are probably patients too, and if you have to drive them, they're missing their appointments too. So they're gonna get a similar letter in the mail, right? Right. Would you um, would you threaten any type of, um, I don't know, any type of uh, disfigurement of any kind?
2: Yeah, we might make their penis curve.
1: <laughs> yeah, I would say we're going to make you have bronies disease <laughs> for sure. You're going to be injecting something into your penis for many years to come. <laughs> How would you close the letter? Sincerely. Yeah, I think we need to go... Uh- the, the niceties must really be observed, uh-huh. I think, in this situation. Um, <laughs> and then would you sign your name, or would you sign like the Grim Reaper? Uh, just a bloody or, thumbprint. Yes, I love it. I love it's sort of vaguely like Zodiac, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I do like that. A bloody thumbprint is awesome because <laughs> um, it shows you it shows your your you're not messing around, but also. Hey, if the cops, you know, someone can run the fingerprint on this. Like, I'm not afraid of getting caught. That's like, right. You
2: know. I'm daring him. No fear. It's a game. No fear. Mm-hmm. None. I will find you. <laughs> <laughs> That's how serious we are about keeping your damn appointments here. Have There's a nice nothing day. <laughs> worse.
1: There's nothing worse. Like, part of what set me off a couple weeks ago, like, when I went off on my tirade, mm-hmm. was that, like, we had one of my hygienists who didn't normally work that day was working that day to see like two new, or working that morning to see two new patients. Uh And the first one no-showed. And so it was like, man, this is, you're inconveniencing like four people's lives. You're inconveniencing my life because I'm paying a hygienist Mm -hmm. who came in specially to see you. You're inconveniencing her because she came in special to see you. You're inconveniencing her daughter because her daughter's now thrown off her routine. And you're inconveniencing her mother because her mother has to watch her daughter. So like that's the chain of the people that you, pissed on Mr. Martinez when you did not show up for the appointment that you made four days ago and then confirmed yesterday. Yeah. Excuse me if I threaten violence on you. I
2: think it's all justifiable homicide, so for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Let's see if we can find a judge (laughs) who used to be a dentist (laughs) who agrees. (laughs) We're going to file for a transfer to that court. Yeah, no kidding. Whatever that court is. Oh, (laughs) man. All right. Question three, our Reddit question.
0: Reddit. Reddit!
1: Reddit user <laughs> Lois Griffin, nineteen ninety three. So now immediately uh-huh. it makes me want to. I don't. I don't think I can do Lois Griffin's voice.
0: Oh, Peter, that's Is not that okay. Yeah, I think Is that, that close? That'll work.
1: Yeah, that's should, should I try to do this whole question in Lois Griffin's voice? <laughs> Knock yourself out. I'll, ju- I'll try. You can edit this out if this doesn't go. well. I might have
2: to <laughs> dub in my own voice. <laughs>
1: Reddit user Lois Griffin 1993 asks, Dentist wants to pull out tooth and implant it into another hole in my mouth. Peter! (laughs) All right, I'm going to go back to my normal way. Yeah, I think you should. (laughs) Is this normal? I've never heard of this being done, and I can't find anything online about it. Long story short, I went in for a root canal today, but the dentist said he couldn't do the root canal because the tooth was in too bad of shape. He said I needed to have the tooth pulled. He said the bright side is that he's going to pull out one of my old wisdom teeth and use it as an implant in the hole. Have you ever heard of this? It sounds really strange to me. I don't know if I'm going to let him do it or not. What do you guys think? Has anyone ever heard of this? (laughs) Have you ever even considered auto transplantation in a treatment plan?
2: Not even a single time.
1: Like not even in a million years. Has that shit ever crossed my mind? No.
2: I mean, I've been taught about it. It was part of a lecture and things, but it was more of a "Yeah, hey, look what they tried."
1: But there's a guy up from somewhere around your area named Jim Janicevski or something like that. That's like that's his thing is auto transplantation. Really? And he's done like 10 cases or something. And they're almost always premolars that get implanted into anteriors. This isn't. Hmm. Well, this isn't extracting number one and sticking it where number two is. Like you can just use ortho and TADS to close that freaking hole. Right. We don't have to do auto transplantation. That's insanity.
2: Or I have an idea. They have these things and they're made out of titanium and you can <laughs> shove that in that hole. They're fairly, Had-
1: fairly predictable too. Haven't you heard that titanium is bad for the human body, Lance? <laughs> oh. It's a metal.
2: This is true. It's like some about <laughs> your magnetic field.
1: Yeah, your chakras are going to be all thrown off. Uh, if, um,
2: let alone your feng shui uh,
1: you know normally i wouldn't think a ton of the intelligence of someone whose reddit username was <laughs> lois griffin 1993 <laughs> but i i like a uh, kudos to you lois griffin 1993 for having like the intelligence to ask somebody
2: about this i this is insanity to me. Well, what I find interesting would you, if you, if you had a, a physician, a, a doctor of any sort, that was recommending something that you can't find on the internet anywhere? Yeah, immediately, and, I would immediately be questionable. it. Well, but I mean, why would you even then say ah, maybe? Uh, I mean, it's would, it would just automatically no.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm with you. And, and so here's the deal: so she goes in for an endo. And whatever, the tooth is too bad or whatever. And so he, so obviously like this wasn't the long, it's not like he like went to his study club and treatment plan this with multi dislike with Perio and OMS and Indo and, and all those people like at the study club meeting, like helping him treatment plan this, like he came up, he came up with this shit on the fly. Yeah. Which is ballsy as shit. Dear God, that is some balls.
2: He must be really good at selling things because the person's still thinking, I'm not sure if I'm going to let him do it or not. Uh, why is there even a debate? If there's even a debate, it means he must have convinced them to a certain degree.
1: Here's If you're that good at sales, though, sell something that has some production.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: What production do you get out of extracting number one and sticking it in the hole where number two is?
2: Yeah, just the economics. of what, What's your extraction? What, a couple hundred dollars for the extraction?
1: Right. So now you've extracted two teeth and you shoved one in the other hole. You're not going to be able to charge the same you charge as an implant. Yeah,
2: you're going to be able to get $2,000 average for the implant. Right. So why wouldn't you do that?
1: So it can't be that he's that good at sales because if he was that good at sales, he would have just sold her an implant. Well, I, This is crazy to me. Yeah. <laughs> this, <laughs> is this is totally insane. I am, I am simultaneously flabbergasted and horrified and also jealous of this guy to just be like that big of a cowboy. Yeah. Oh, you know it's he's like, driving
2: a much better car than
1: you are. Oh, for sure. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. And and it just to have like the the self-confidence to just be like, yeah, no big deal. We're just going to take out your wizard tooth and shove it in this other hole. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. But I mean- Nothing wrong can happen. But
2: also at the same time, so here's someone who's who feels very passionate about out tran- of transplantation. Where are they in all the Facebook groups? Talk about their...
1: Talking about, right. Bragging.
2: No, the, the humble brag or, you know, God forbid, it's he's throwing five mini implants in that spot. Here's a person who's doing even something way crazier. Just-
1: I mean, I, I just... Th- th- it just is the most insane thing to me because it's like, you know, it's going to fail. You know that Lois Griffin is going to be pissed off. Like, in, I don't know, how long do you think it takes for this to fail? A couple of weeks? Yeah,
2: it's not going to be that long.
1: (laughs) Because when Januszewski does the the auto transplantation stuff, like, it's splinted with ortho, and, like, there's a whole lot that goes into this. You can't just take one tooth out and shove it in another spot, like, and just expect it to work. Like, it's nothing. Like, this woman's going to be pissed in a few weeks. I'm assuming it's a woman, because her name is Lois Lois
0: Griffin.
1: which I'm just really enjoying. I'm sure this is the 17th time I've done it. And the listeners, I'm sure they they turned it off. They they turned it off after we talked about dicks that turn left, Um, man, run, run as far as you can, (laughs) Lois, just run. You're better off letting Peter Griffin do your dentistry than this. And, And maybe there's some cache of literature on auto transplantation that I don't know about. Um, but I just don't feel like that is something that should be on most treatment plans.
2: Yeah. I, I'm, I'm scared for you.
1: The, all the cases. So, so Januszewski spoke at the Seattle study club symposium. Okay. And so I went to it or I, I was in his session. Um, and, uh, all the cases that he showed, mm-hmm were, like, gnarly trauma cases. Like, kid running, fell and knocked out all four front teeth. or You know, like, mm. stuff like that. Like, okay. this wasn't just, like, oh, like, a tooth broke or whatever, and now we're going to, like, you know, like, somebody got the, a cavity, and the endo failed, and now we're going to do this. Like, no, this were like, these were really tough situations that they were using these on. And not just, like, your typical, like, well, this tooth is just non-restorable. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I cannot imagine even pitching this to a patient. I really can't. No. Craziness. Crazy. What's the craziest thing you've ever pitched to a patient? Anything?
2: No, not really. I'm I'm just too conservative. I, I like stuff that actually works.
1: Yeah. I think the craziest thing I've ever pitched to a patient was they had like a really they had they had lost like they had lost twenty they had lost twenty one and uh it had been extracted and it had been ex- extracted very traumatically. Like you could tell there was like no there's just no ridge there. Okay, left. Sure. And so an implant was out of the question there, and I recommended having ortho put a couple tads in on the lower mm-hmm. and translate 20 through the bone into the spot at 21, and as the tooth moves through the bone, it would bring bone with it. Right. So now that 20 is now 21, there would be a thicker ridge in between 20 and 19 to be able to put an implant in there. Sure. I don't seem like, I, I mean, that's kind of crazy, but I don't feel like it's nearly as crazy as
2: no, not even at all. No. Yeah. I, I've just, and I've heard of that before, you know, successfully yeah. where they even around tripping, they'll put a canine into a lateral and then back. And now you got some bone yeah. there for the lateral and, and you got to use tads.
1: I mean, I mean, yeah. or I'm not an orthodontist. So what, I don't know shit about ortho, but I, from what I've heard, that's like something that needs tads. Sure. Um, and so that, all right, that makes some sense, whatever. Cool. Um, But, man, the idea of... Let me just take out your wisdom (laughs) and shove it in the hole. Yeah. Just, like, literally the terminology that she used um, is...
2: Well, and especially because it's square peg, round hole. I mean, number (laughs) one is not the same size as number four or whichever. number three or whatever. Like, you know, like, you're talking about...
1: I mean, I guess maybe if you had a second molar that was like a conical root with the f- roots all fused together, and then you had a, a a wisdom tooth that had the same sort of root shape, but the the, the, yeah. the socket on the second molar is always going to be bigger than the socket of the first molar. Yeah. Almost always. So you're going to have a smaller tooth in there that's like just never going to, like. it's just never yeah. going to integrate. Yeah, I mean, it's just doomed. It's a bad idea. Bad, bad. Such a bad idea. So I'm glad that lowest... Turned to 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 Reddit, the good people of Reddit, to help her. She really needs to find another dentist in Cohog to uh, to help her out. I think so. There has to be more than one. Who's the? Do you watch Family Guy a lot? I do. Who's? The, they have that crazy doctor on there. Doctor Elmer Hartman is the name of the doctor. Doctor Hartman. Okay. This this literally is that this <laughs> this dentist is the dentist version. of... Of Elmer Hartman. It sounds more the like the doctor from it, Family Guy. It
2: sounds more like the doctor, the crazy doctor in The Simpsons where, you know... if Hey, everybody, yeah. Dr. Nick. If you die, it's free.
1: Oh, my God. This is totally doctor. <laughs> this is a mashup between Dr. Hartman and Dr. N- doctor Nick from The Simpsons. Yeah. Lois, you need to run. You need to run <laughs> as fast as you freaking can away from this office. like. Go see an oral surgeon who's board certified and talk to them about like, get the tooth out, get a bone graft, get your wisdom tooth out too, but have them throw it in the biohazard container and not (laughs) stick it back in the hole and then get a freaking implant in there like a normal person.
2: I think that's a good idea.
1: All right, good. I'm gonna. I, I'm tempted to send her like a message <laughs> on Reddit to just run, <laughs> <You> probably, <laughs> run as fast as you can. Probably should. It's coming from inside your house. Run. Yeah. Uh Well, I think that's gonna about do it tonight. I yeah. think we at least hopefully have saved Lois. Lois Griffin <laughs> from getting uh, from getting some bad dentistry done. So. Um, I think maybe we've actually hurt uh, helped somebody today and not, and not hurt somebody. That's weird. It's very, very <laughs> weird. I'm not used to this. I really am not. Well, uh, we really would love it if you would go rate and review us on iTunes. That would just be amazing. And really, any podcast medium you listen on, uh, but iTunes I think helps the most, right, Lance? I, I believe so. It really does help. It helps people find us. We're in a new category now, um, upon the urging of the nifty thrifty dentist. What category are we in now? Medicine? Medicine. Is that what it is?
2: Yeah. Science and medicine, sub medicine.
1: Nice. So, uh, so yeah, maybe we, maybe we can start climbing those charts. We will, we will see, but, but, uh, we're going to need some ratings and, and reviews to do that. So, uh, be sure and do that. Check us out on the web. Uh, our website still is not fixed. We still get that, whatever CGI bin going. Um, uh, yeah. but it's, at this point, it's like, it's like, um, Interpretive art, I think, at this point, right? <laughs> <There>. Like that, <laughs> it's it's an abstract art project that it we have going. It is what you
2: want it to be. Interpret it I, yourself.
1: Yes. How about this? How about next episode we get Sean Vandeviver on as our guest? I think we uh, a, a, you know, advice person with us, and we will ask him personally what the f- <laughs> is going on with our website yeah all of the money that we paid to him has been lost I believe how much did we pay him yeah. I think it was nothing oh, yeah. I think it was zero did you buy him a drink it at-, at VOD I did not He, he okay he this, that, that, that's what this is about then I think so I think. Mm-hmm. yeah it's revenge uh <laughs> Find us on all the social bullshits. We're on Facebook, uh, Working Interferences. We're on Twitter at Winterferences. W-I-N-T-E-R-F-E-R-E-N-C-E-S. It's not as easy as it sounds, no, Lance. Not, not, it really isn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram at Winterferences as well. Um, you can find Lance at uh, what's your Instagram handle, Lance?
2: Uh Dr. Timmerman, DMD.
1: Nice. Mine is uh, Joshua Austin, DDS on the uh, on the iggy as the kids call it i don't think the kids really call it that i'm not sure <laughs> just made that
2: up <laughs> all the cool kids are peeing themselves
1: ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, i love that movie i love that movie so much i haven't watched that movie is my like that that movie was was pretty popular like my freshman year of college yeah Um, And I may or may not have spent many days watching that while being really stoned. Um, Allegedly. Allegedly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Allegedly. So anyway, um, so I got a song I think you did last time. You did... um, Uh, Breeders. The Breeders. Yeah, I was going to say like the Doggy Styles or something. (laughs) I knew it was sex-related somehow. Same thing. (laughs) Um, Yes. I think according uh, according to the gays, Lance, you are a breeder, actually. Ah. A breeder to, to the to the homosexual community. A breeder is is um, someone who is in a heterosexual relationship and has children,
2: mm-hmm. contributing I DNA am, to the gene pool. That's right. Mm-hmm.
1: I am not a breeder. Mm. I have I have dogs. So anyway, um, so anyway, you you had the breeders last week, and we got into a little bit of history. Mm-hmm. Um, I I got this guy. This is not like you know. This is a I, this is kind of a I, I don't want to say girly, but it's it's. It's sort of singer-songwriter-ish. There you go. Ish. Okay. It's a a guy named Vance Joy. Do you know Vance Joy? Ah,
2: yeah. My kids love him.
1: Great. That makes me feel even more manly that your three (laughs) daughters love this guy. Your three daughters who are all under the age of 21 love the same artist that I really like. So... This makes me feel just really great about myself. Uh, so this song is called uh, Lay It On Me. It's uh, kind of his newest hit song, and I, I just I just like everything this guy does, man. This guy speaks to me. Cool. Um, so call me a, a, a 19-year-old girl all you want. Um, hey, whatever but, uh, works, the, man. Hey, listen, we all have our tastes. So this is uh, Lay It On Me by Vance Joy. Uh, for Lance Timmerman, I'm Joshua Austin. Peace.
0: I'm so gone Anyone could see that I'm wasted You cut through And I just want to know What's in your head Write it on a piece of paper, honey mm-hmm. Put it in my coat before I go it in a place you know I'll find and all alone, let me in, everything starts at your skin, so Gotta take so long, write it on a piece of paper, honey. Mm-hmm. Put it in my coat before I go. Let me in. Everything starts at your skin.